0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Golf Guide podcast. This episode is presented by golfguide.net. Save 20 to 70% off greens fees at golf courses all over California, Oregon, and Nevada. That's golfguide.net. Use the promo code GGpodcast and save 10% on all purchases of $50 or more. That's golfguide.net. That's it. Let's get into it. 2016. God damn it. I have no idea what to think about you, but that's why me and Casey are going to talk this one out. Enjoy.
1: I'm looking at some of these results now.
0: You like, and I, before we got on the air, are you going through like the whole like yeah. year, oh, like yeah. seeing every mm-hmm. tournament, who won what tournament? Yes, it must just be weird being like, why the fuck, like, <sighs> why do they even Man. play that tournament?
1: No, I mean, they. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Every tournament has promise before it starts, but then
0: I'm looking at this thing; it is <laughs> just a mess. Until it actually starts happening, it has so much promise, Oof. and then you actually start watching guys play golf, and you're just immediately disappointed (laughs) and sad it it doesn't always
1: work out to be that way like i i don't remember everything that happened the year before this year Uh the 2014-15 golf season sure but i remember liking it it was i think it was jordan spieth and he was trying to win the grand slam that was cool Mm -hmm. it was a good year yeah um this year had bright spots some cool stuff happened yeah but it mostly sucked and I have to say it, yeah, it was really kind of
0: boring for not even boring, just dissatisfying. You know what? Okay, I yeah, I will agree with the last part. I would not say that 2016 from a golf perspective was boring, but it was deeply, deeply dissatisfying. So let's go over some stuff. So all right, we're, for our year in review so podcast, there were, there's a couple of different things I figured we'd touch on. And we can go on however many tangents we want to, but I guess before we start, we should just let people know that we have the intention of somewhat staying on track and hitting a couple things. We'd like to talk about our favorite major of the year, our least favorite major of the year, basically kind of just a general review of, you know, what are we going to take away from the 2016 major season, Uh, and then maybe a couple favorite moments from 2016, uh, perhaps some lowlights from 2016, and then, you know, whatever... Whatever the hell else we want to uh, to touch on. So of all those, is there anyone that you want to yeah. get first? Or yeah,
1: well, let's do the easy one. Yeah,
0: favorite major. There's favorite only one. Major. There's only one answer. Well, one of them was great. But I mean, I I have. It's very easy for me to know which. Yeah, it's would, the Open Championship. Yeah, it was the British. There's n- nobody who's going to disagree with that. The Danny only, Danny Willett's brother may be the only person on earth that would disagree with that. I'm not even sure Danny Willett liked the Masters more than this year's Open Championship. <laughs> so I think a lot of people might say,
1: oh, the U.S. Open, number two. Absolutely not. The Masters was number two this year.
0: Mike Davis fucked the U.S. Open in half. Like, how well, you can't... you can't. That can't be your favorite major. If you, Dustin Johnson won, and it was at Oakland. You're either so some people fucking people, weird you know, perv who's obsessed with Paulina Gretzky, or you're just fucking dumb if you, the U.S. You, Open was your favorite tournament. You have to be a weird perv who's abs- <laughs> be obsessed with Paulina Gretzky no, the way it is now? No, not at all. I mean... See, the thing is, I enjoy Pauline Gretzky. I certainly like looking at her. But I wouldn't class myself as a huge perv. Just a, just a moderate perv. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. But the U.S. Open was kind of boring this year. I mean, it was well, okay. And the weather fucked it up. I mean, it was like, you know, yeah. t- tons of rain delays, some shitty fucking ruling The Masters on Sunday that made everybody have a really sour taste in their mouth. And it the, just Ma-
1: the Masters was not great mm-hmm. for
0: most of it until it was fucking cool. True, but it was cool for a really like, it's cool for like two hours. Reason, it was, know? but it was compelling. Yes,
1: I really most certainly was compelling. It would have been a lot better if it wasn't Danny Willett winning instead of uh, Jordan Spieth. I mean, it, it would have been better if somebody remotely likable uh, had won <laughs> instead of. <laughs> Or somebody hateable and American, like, yeah, like Patrick Reed or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Danny Willett, you know, nobody wanted him to win anything, and uh, you know he was deserving. He he was undervalued. He was a sexy fantasy pick, as we lamented in this p- very podcast. Yeah. But he, uh, nobody wanted to see him win at all. He's really not, he has no charisma. He's off putting. <laughs> Uh, he completely floundered after that and proceeded to saying, do nothing the rest of the year other than like a 2 week stretch Ex- in april like he's not even he, that good at golf except he he, he <laughs> probably swallowed every golf ball uh, at the Ryder Cup he really <laughs> choked like a dog as, as our president elect would say and uh he was not big league no he wasn't no and uh he was terrible at the Ryder Cup he was terrible the whole rest of the year so yeah, not that- a not a you know the 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 jacket ceremony was the the peak of his career the, it was really entertaining to watch mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth back there it was like a, a hostage video but <laughs> but uh it was it was good we all you know that was pretty interesting um US Open kind of kind of dull Oakmont didn't impress me as much as I uh remembered it in my right. mind and I think we had that conversation too but I came away from that not being enamored with the golf course then the open championship happened which was just unmistakably awesome and there's
0: you you can't really do justice to it in words the open was so good it could have gone and had its way with your wife girlfriend and mother in an unsavory way and you couldn't even be mad It, it was just so good and so rewarding and so gentle and soft that you know who didn't like that open it was fucking awesome
1: it was so good we all love majors that are close and that are duels and all that stuff mm-hmm. but it's rare to have one that is a close duel where guys are birdying a shitload of holes and where the average scores are not low mm-hmm. it had everything yeah like those bo- those guys on sunday they probably beat the average score you know, they they average 64 so mm-hmm. they probably beat the average score by like Five and a half or six shots. Yeah. If not more, mm-hmm. which is
0: incredible. So here's, uh, so I, again, anybody that doesn't think that the open championship was the, gr- the best major does. of the year, let's move on from I, that. Point. I would just, I, I would be worried. Now, here's the thing. Is there anything that could have made this year's open championship even better? What I'm really referring to is the golf course, because for the most part, other than the postage stamp, a lot of players and a lot of people, I've never been to Royal Troon, so I can only go off what others have told me, what I've read and what I've seen on the TV. But the home stretch isn't necessarily super memorable. It's just a straight line into the clubhouse um, from like 13 on, okay? Right. Had it been at a more iconic golf course but the same thing had taken place, would it have been any better or is it basically it was Mickelson and Stenson were the show and the course didn't matter? It would have been better, sure. But, you know, we're getting a little bit choosy well, cause here the, the reason i bring this up is because i thought the 2015 open was tremendous oh, grace it was it was abs- really good absolutely superb i mean yeah. the 2015 open was spectacular let alone not, it was at the old course which is it automatically awesome but even if it hadn't been at the old course it was a spectacular golf tournament with a great finish how does the 2015 open stack up against this year's open the 2015 Open might have actually
1: been a little bit better. Yeah, that's kind
0: of what I was thinking, which is crazy to think, because I'm like, man, I loved this year. Zach Open. Johnson
1: had to make that putt on the 72nd hole, mm-hmm. and Spieth, and oh, my God, it was just fabulous. It was so good. I think Spieth and Day kind of like dueling all the way down. Oh, and the Dave end. barely missing that putt and leaving short. I
0: know, man. It was and, just so And Leishman tragic. trying to Leashman up the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my God. And the then fact then that there wasn't it as, as much case Leishman, Leishman. It in oh this my tournament and it, it was automatically boy, not as good <laughs> the,
1: the, i guess i'm biased but that 2015 open had like my four favorite players to watch i'm serious i love it I, I love louis everybody loves zeus tazen i love mark leishman i love spieth and i love zach johnson i love watching all those guys play golf and they yeah. were all duking it out it was fucking spieth awesome spieth choked there's no other way to put it he got he got affected by the nerves
0: and that really was the moment that everybody realized that he wasn't Tiger Woods, a.k.a. that he wasn't, like, invincible. Because he almost at made that the par point, putt, too, from under the Valley of Sin. He almost made it. He's the only person that I can recall in my adult life mm-hmm. who was in contention, either in the lead or right next, to, you know, less than two strokes off the leader, four putts, and then somehow climbs back into contention on the back nine yeah, after four four a fucking unexcusable
1: bad. four putt. That was bad.
0: It was bad. And then he somehow fights back, but then he, what, he bogeyed 17... And that kind of put him behind the eight ball, so he had to birdie 18, and he just couldn't do it. It's funny how like
1: nobody since Tiger has been able to, uh, and it's golf, so maybe it's not funny, but (laughs) has been able to turn themselves into, uh, you know, being a winner type, Mm -hmm. a dominant type. Spieth is maybe as close to it as you can get because he's so young. He's got two majors. He's won a lot of other tournaments, but he's had just as many kind of choke jobs and heartbreaks. In majors, as he's had successes, actually he's probably had a couple more. And uh, to be perfect, and as, they've been really bad ones too. I mean, as
0: great as his like couple major wins are, if you were to say Jordan Spieth to anybody, do you really think they're thinking about his first Masters or U.S. Open title before they think about the twelfth hole at Augusta? Definitely there. You think? Oh no, yeah, Spieth is still a golden boy. Okay,
1: he still got the image of of you know winning two majors in a row, but you know the next thing you think about is the chokes maybe
0: i'm just a negative fucking nancy i don't know i i just think of no 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 american chunking a goddamn fucking ball that was bad we'll get to low lights and worst majors in a second but let's let's keep on with the best majors we're talking about 2015 open compared to 16 well the 16 the 16 open is the best
1: of the majors this year and the 15 open was probably the best major of 2015 as well the masters was a runaway Mm -hmm. the u.s open was great even at that horrible golf course right even at the horrible golf course it was fun and uh, the Open Championship, or the excuse me, the uh, US Open, or the, Jesus PGA. Christ, whatever the other one is, <laughs> the the <laughs> last one, number four. You
0: don't even need to know what the name of it is. Yeah, just, just
1: know that it's not as important. The footnote major. <laughs> uh, it was kind of boring. Although it, it was cool to see Jason
0: Day cry. Yeah. For yeah. a reason other than being on the verge of death. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, is like, well, we'll jump back into uh, the Open Championship at trune in a second, but You know, if we're kind of just going over the majors as a whole for 2016, I consider myself to be a pretty big golf fan. I mean, you and I both host a fucking golf podcast. We're both big golf fans. We're in the,
1: we're we're one percenters. Sure. When it comes to golf
0: fandom. Yeah. That being said, looking back on it, man, it would have been tough for me to give any less fucks about the PGA Championship this year. It was bad.
1: It was really boring. Like,
0: in the moment, because it's happening right then, I guess you can get a little little excited. But when I look back at it, I'm like, okay, I know Jimmy Walker won. Other than that, I I don't know know anything, nor do I really even care all that much to go back and look. I was really excited. Is that sad? I was really excited to even
1: remember that Jimmy Walker won. I was like, my (laughs) memory's better than I thought it was. (laughs) Uh, It only got good for, like, 45 minutes at the end of the tournament. And it was really good then. But Jimmy Walker is probably the least charismatic player on the PGA Tour. His his style of pl- you can a you can get rid of the certainly. word maybe, yeah, exactly. So that didn't help. Um, VJ Singh has more character than Jimmy Walker. VJ Singh at least is fucking cool. <laughs> like he just doesn't give a fuck about
0: anything. You just got to say that he's fucking Fijian.
1: Jimmy Walker, yeah, I mean, uh, he he, you know, more more power to him. He deserved it. He's been a great player. All that, yeah, all that stuff.
0: Uh, Nobody needed to see him win a major. I mean, dude, Jimmy Walker is super good at golf. Yeah. Like, he's a really good golfer. It's just that he did not provide us, the fans, with a memorable champion or a memorable championship, and that's that's a shame. No, it was it was a, a lackluster tournament. But then again, the, the PGA also has to be, like, beyond spectacular to really have anybody remember it anyway. The PGA usually is one of the more entertaining majors. Well, it's because it's one of the few majors... That guys are allowed to really go low, right? You know. So, but, it,
1: but it's good for that reason. I mean, we've had a lot of great PGAs. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite major, maybe of the last, well, it's it's against those opens, it's tough. But for the longest time, my favorite was the McElroy yeah, PGA, the not the not the uh, not the Ocean Course one, the other one. Um, what the fuck was it? Oh, um, not not Kiowa. It was all right. One C- come back to me. I was has, I was in Korea. It that might place. have oak in it. <laughs> I don't know. The other one, the one where he had the eagle on ten. Okay, that one was great. Yeah. And the one where, uh, one where he screwed Ricky Fowler into letting him play eighteen. <laughs> that was great. And Phil Mickelson had to had to sit there and watch it happen. It was amazing. <laughs> that was such a <laughs> fucking great major. Um. Anyway, uh, so that was great. But uh, so yeah, worst major of the year was the PGA. Although it could be the U.S. Open, Dustin Johnson, I, he's boring to me too. I mean, I understand that he's probably the best player in the world.
0: You know, definitely hits one of the longest. But I, I don't and know. And I, I kind of like watching him play, but I kind of don't. See, I like watching Dustin Johnson play, but it's weird because my the joy that I get from watching Dustin Johnson play golf is very primal. And the fact that I don't like or appreciate his vast superior golfing ability. I resent you that. You just, you kind of just watch him to watch him just hit the fucking shit out of the golf ball. It's, you just, know, like, yeah, it's, 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 I don't get it. It's now, as I say this, I realize that it is kind of unsatisfying to watch. I need a guy to watch
1: him win. I like to watch golfers who are a little bit demonstrative about how they're feeling when they're playing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I, I totally I'm agree. I'm trying to be entertained here. I totally agree. And so a guy like Dustin Johnson who, you, you, It'd be one thing if he won every major and he was the world's greatest player, like the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Then he could have the stoic. Ba- he'd be like Roger Federer, and he would be, you know, great to watch. But he's not good enough to justify that. So I need him to be a little bit emotional, and he's not. And it's just not him. He's kind of he's kind of like a, a weedless stoner out there, <laughs> and it just doesn't do it for me. And and his style of play, it's not flashy. It's just overpowering. It's kind of boring. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I like that he's gotten better with wedges. Like it's kind of fun to watch him be as good as he's gotten with his wedge game. But uh, that's not enough to carry me through. So I was pretty bored with his U.S. Open victory, even with the ball rolling. I thought he got obviously screwed on that, and they've changed yeah. the rule now. But which, um, by
0: the way, let's let's dive in that for just a second. When like Mike Davis and the USGA and everybody comes out, it's like, oh no, no, we made the right you know, we made the right call. That was the right ruling. Like you know the yada 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 and then they come out a couple months later and without actually admitting that they're wrong they just changed the fucking rule that they enforced and like justified and they have no lawyers god fuck those guys dude
1: fuck. That, but the, you know that's how it's done i mean if you I, were, I mean yeah. you can't admit that you're wrong and yet you don't want to be wrong twice so you very quietly, <laughs> you know, change the rule so you don't make the same mistake again. They, they, you know, they went to PR 101.
0: I mean, I, we said this over and over again to an excruciating point at that podcast we did after the U.S. Open. But it's just like, they just fucked it up so bad. Like, they got so lucky that he won by the margin that he did and it, what didn't make a huge difference in the outcome of the tournament. They fucking lucked out. So goddamn much. That might be the biggest story of the year, the biggest takeaway, is that the USGA literally had a fucking Although dewy sludge egg fucking mashed in their face and they somehow somehow got out of it. How does that happen? Although in a way, he probably did make the ball move, right? Yeah. I mean, okay, I don't know. But if I had, you know, if I had to say a yay or nay. You just can't prove it. Right. I mean, because you're saying, if the ball the ball did indeed move, I, th- I don't think there's any disputing that. Like you can see it on it the video, so it's either the wind moved it or his... Gravity. Or is his club, you know, his club had touching the ground. and for- One of those two things happened. It's probably more likely that it was his club than it was the wind, but it could have been either one. I, I have no idea. I think you just have to let those, you know, minor calls be up to the player. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... And, Here's my thing. Granted, I guess I'm admitting right now that I cheat all the time when I play golf. <laughs> but that makes me just like the rest of you. So it really doesn't make any difference. But if I'm more than like five, y- like five yards away from the hole and I'm on the green and I'm just kind of playing casually, I don't mark my ball. Like I look at it. I know where it is. I pick it up. I clean it off and I put it back down. It might be like an inch or two away from where it was. But seriously, when you're more than five yards away from the hole on a putt, does it make any difference?
1: Uh, barely, statistically speaking, yeah.
0: I mean, like, if I'm in a tournament, obviously I'll play by the rules, but if I'm just playing a casual round of golf, I don't fucking bother with marking the ball, I just pick it up, clean it off real quick, put it back down. It doesn't make any difference. Just the way that Dustin Johnson's putt, if that ball was a millimeter away from the original position, does that make
1: any difference? I think it actually moved farther away from the hole, if I'm remembering
0: correctly. So what are we fucking on about? Right. I don't know. Did the USGA's... Anyway... I've gone into it too much. Mike Davis, you're a fucking idiot. All right.
1: So I want to bring something up here. Please. Very quickly before we lose track. Okay. So this year kind of sucked. We all know it. Yes. The United States won the Ryder Cup, so we can talk about that maybe briefly. We most
0: certainly can. But
1: I'm looking here... At a list of the tournaments and who won them, and my god, is it fucking brutal! Well, it's weird. Like this like, is why it would just there weren't any good tournaments to watch the
0: whole year, and nobody won that was satisfying. It fucking sucks. It did. It did stink. Like the like non-major stuff that I can think of, and I, I want you to go into some in more detail. But non-major oh. things that I can think of, like other than the Ryder Cup, I remember, like Adam Scott won back-to-back tournaments on that shitty Florida. It's incredible swing. that you remembered that too. But I, you're right. He I, I remember. Yeah, he yeah he won back to back tournaments at some point. It was uh Bubba almost won at Riviera but couldn't quite pull it off? He did win at Riviera, or did he? W- r- was Riviera the yeah, one he won? There? He won at Riviera. Okay, so it was Adam Scott that came in second place, at Riviera, and then went on to win back to back tournaments in the Florida that's, Swing. That's right. Um, and that's pretty much where it ends. The Florida Swing, you know, I couldn't care less about. It's just uh, the worst, uh, dude. The ch- take it that is, time off too. It is just
1: the worst. So. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> just brutal. I mean, it, it kind of got off to an okay start. So let's go through it. Emiliano Grio won the Fries.com. That was kind of cool. Yeah, you know. It's the Fries.com. Yeah. Smiley Kaufman won the Shriners.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. This was a big he, year for Smiley Kaufman. he does smile a L- lot. That's one thing I will say about 2016. That was a good, good year for Smiley Kaufman. He plays in the final round at Augusta on Sunday. That's right. He signs a fucking kick-ass endorsement deal with what? Natural Light Beer.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: You know, he's a big... Oh, Haram- and he went on the vacation with Spieth, didn't he? The shirtless, you know, escapade down of yeah. the Bahamas. Right. He He's a big Harambe Christian supporter. party. He loves Harambe, or loved Harambe, you know? I'm sure. All in all, for two, for Smiley Kaufman, 2016 was pretty chill. It was. Yeah. Okay,
1: so then after that, in Kuala Lumpur, <laughs> <Let's move on. laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, Justin Thomas wins in Kuala Lumpur. Okay, kind of, you know, if we're gonna watch the tournament in Malaysia, sure. it might as well be Justin Thomas winning it. Keep Why it not? Sort of interesting. Why not? Uh, Russell Knox wins the Shanghai tournament. I don't care. I know you're Scottish. But other than that, I know nothing about you. Go right. on. Uh, Graham McDowell won in Mexico. Kind of interesting, but it was in Mexico. Is it a it real tournament? It was in tournament? Mexico, We're and everybody sure was thinking
0: that. like Graham McDowell was maybe going to make a move back, and that obviously yeah, I that can, didn't happen that at all. Didn't happen. Kevin Kisner
1: won at 22-under at uh, Sea Island, Georgia. You know, Kevin Kisner, another boring guy. I mean, I, I know he's kind of like a like a good old boy and stuff, and that's kind of cool. Kevin he's he's Kisner, good in interviews and stuff. Kevin Kisner, as he's a charming. human
0: and a golfer, is is cool. It's just like,
1: I don't give two shits don't care. about that golf tournament. Uh, Bubba Watson won the Hero World Challenge at 25-under, so that was completely unwatchable. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jordan Spieth won the Tournament of Champions at 30-under. So that was kind of exciting, but and it that was also exciting. kind of not fun to watch either.
0: No, because it was a runaway. But it's weird, because don't you remember as soon as he won that tournament... You were kind of thinking like, "Holy shit, 30. thirty under!" If we thought last year was good, imagine how good this year is going to be.
1: If, if somebody's if thirty under, doesn't that mean the par is
0: wrong? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like, what was second place out in that tournament? Was anybody even remotely close? Like, probably like, uh, uh, like, like twenty two. I mean, like we should be getting ready because they're going to play the next tournament at the Plantation Course here in just a few short weeks. And to be honest with you, that's w- that actually is a bucket list course for me. I would it was love... twenty second
1: place was twenty two under. It was uh, Patrick Reed. Okay, there were four guys in the twenties. You know, not counting Spieth at 30.
0: Yeah, the par might be off. Yeah, please. The par just might be off. Jesus. <laughs> All right,
1: so we have Spieth with 30 under. He shot 66, 64, 65, 67. So he he took the pedal off. Oh, Is that good? Sunday. It's pretty good. Okay. Okay, so that was sort of interesting. Let me speed up here through this. Take Fabian, as much time as you need. Fabian Gomez wins at Wiley. The Sony. Fav- Nobody cares. Nope. Not interesting. Uh, Jason Duffner won the Clinton Foundation tournament, <laughs> and I'm sure he did not vote for <laughs> Hillary. Wait, is
0: the Clinton Foundation the same thing as the Career Builder? Is that PGA West? Yes. Okay.
1: That is now the same thing. Oh, is it?
0: The Clinton Foundation has a golf tournament?
1: And now the Clintons don't have careers, which <laughs> is kind of an, an irony <laughs> of that tournament. <laughs> they could use their Career, build career Builder website. Yes. Um, <laughs> The Farmers Insurance was actually a kick ass tournament. That's where Snedeker.
0: Yes, at uh,
1: Kicked ass in that the, shitty weather. The crazy elements. That was good. Yeah, that was okay, good. Okay, so now we remembered a good thing that happened this year. Okay. Although Snedeker, you know, I've never been, you know, just because he's got a weird face, everybody thinks he's cool.
0: And he's nice. got a weird putting stroke. Nice he enough. Did, never did it enough for me. Good ball striker. You know, it's like, you know, I I don't have any reason to dislike Brent Snedeker. There's plenty of guys who I have lots of reasons to Brent dislike. Brent
1: Snedeker's like a Happy Days character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama wins the waste management whatever uh i like i like matsuyama but he well just was, was that matsuyama's only win in 2016 i like Mats. yeah i like matsuyama better when he's pissing and moaning and, and totally. dropping clubs and acting like a dick
0: y- you like demonstrative tactics out there on the golf matsuyama's course
1: matsuyama's good when he's melting down yeah, like absolutely. we need to see him <laughs> blow the masters <laughs> like spieth did because that would be great that would be really really good and i like matsuyama but i we do need to see him suffer a little yeah absolutely um Von Taylor, who's incredibly boring, won, won, the, the, Pro won Am. the
0: Pro-Am. I do remember that. Because uh, everybody thought Phil was going to pull it off, and he fucking blew it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Bubba won the Northern Trust. That was actually kind of okay.
0: Yeah. Mostly
1: because the golf course is just so good. Yeah. Everybody loves Riviera. Adam Scott, the Honda, and uh, the Cadillac.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then
1: Schwartzel at the Valspar. Fuck, Charles Schwartzel. Schwartzel's like a fucking James Bond villain. <laughs> uh then it's a grade a cock boy go ahead jason day wins bay hill and the match play right which was in texas
0: that's right they played at that fucking austin country club that weird weirdo course that like guys were putting like drives on that downhill par five to like 105 yards (laughs) out like of course they were (laughs) like what is this then uh okay (laughs) this golf course is not supposed to be handling (laughs) this it's not supposed to host an event
1: like this then Jim Herman wins the Shell Houston Open. Of course uh, that's the week before the Masters, so not everybody's playing, but sure. but it's a one point two five million uh first place prize. Good s- on you, Jim. Henrik Stenson coming in second one stroke back. So we Justin remer- Johnson so coming in third two s- strokes back.
0: So we should remember that whoever finishes top three at the Shell Houston Open this year to s- make sure that we're placing some nice side bets on some some major winner action. I mean This is pretty
1: cool. Jim Herman wins at 15-under, Stenson 14-under, Dustin Johnson 13-under, cabrera Bayo 12-under. I mean, that's a solid win.
0: I'm going to be looking, like I just said, at second and third place in the Shell Houston Open for where I'm going to be putting a lot of money. Well, those guys didn't do it in the Masters, though. But for
1: the the rest of the year. All right. That's some theory. (laughs) Uh, Danny Willett, we talked about that. Heritage, Brandon Grace won. I like Brandon Grace, but I don't have no memory of that tournament. Uh, Brandon Grace is really good. I mean, Town is a kind of interesting golf course.
0: Is it just me, or does Brandon Grace have a super non-memorable face? I remember his face. It's kind of big. I it's like an Easter Island I head. I can't even picture what Brandon Grace looks like. I've, oh, I've I watched him play golf. I don't even know how many times. I like his game. You know, you should... And I think I'm like, wow, I can't even... If, if you masturbated
1: to his face, you <laughs> would remember it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is... Probably very accurate, yes. But you, but you don't. Continue. Charlie Hoffman, who... Who? Well, you know, the guy with the hair. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right, he won the, He won the Texas Open. Uh, Brian Stewart
0: won the Zurich Classic. Good for you, Brian. See, this, things start getting real There nice. There's a reason why, when you think back to years past of golf, there's a reason that you're not supposed to remember non-major type stuff unless it was super super crazy. James Hahn won the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow. I don't remember that happening. I don't even know who James Hahn is. Let's
1: see who he, he yeah. <laughs> he he's the guy who went to Cal. <laughs> yeah, no, he had I that Albatross. Yeah. He beat oh my god. I mean, he beat some good players, but still though like Mickelson and, and uh McIlroy shot 66 on Sunday, so they weren't even part of really the thought and they didn't really scare the lead. That's so. Too bad. Kind of boring. Then we move on to Jason Day winning the players. Whatever. Yeah, uh, Sergio won the Byron Nelson. That was kind of interesting because he hadn't won on the PGA Tour in like a thousand years. It's true. William McGirt won the Memorial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel Berger, who's kinda, he's got that fucked up swing. He's like <laughs> Danny Miano's old flat swing. Uh, won the FedEx St. Jude. Powerful Danny Miano. <laughs> U.S. Open. Billy Hurley the third with that fucked up father story, uh, won the Quicken. Oh yeah, that, I was, that was that was a wild story from here. Billy weird. Hurley's father and the crying and he was found dead and I he killed himself. About all that stuff. I
0: mean, that was pretty disturbing. I yeah. felt bad for the guy. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Like we were saying, it's got to be fucking crazy to be memorable. But continue. Then sorry, du- sorry, Billy. Dustin Johnson
1: wins the Bridgestone in the world's most unsurprising. Conclusion (laughs) to the 7,800 yard golf course. Um, (laughs) Then they canceled (laughs) the Greenbrier because it flooded. Right. Then it was the Open. Then it Uh was the Canadian Open with Jonathan Vegas won. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, PGA.
0: It was like a week after we won that fucking shitty Barbasol tournament that happened the same time. Barbasol was was Aaron Baddeley. Oh, Oh, Aaron Baddeley won. I thought yeah, Jonathan Vegas shot like a 60 in like round three or round two did. or something like that and can't still couldn't can't win. win. <laughs> <laughs> Travelers was Russell Knox again. Who cares? John Deere,
1: Ryan Moore. Jim Furyk did shoot a 58 during that Travelers championship. That was, that was great. Yep. He couldn't even win. <laughs> uh, Siwoo Kim <laughs> won the Wyndham. Who? Right. Patrick Reed won the Barclays. And then McElroy, you know, he won the FedEx, FedEx Cup. He won the Deutsche Bank. DJ won the BMW and McElroy won the Tour Championship. That is a boring fucking year, I got to tell you. That is
0: a depressing 10 minutes that we just did there because I just couldn't have fucking cared less about 85% of those results that you just you just laid down, which I'm glad you did it because it put in perspective just how little I'm going to remember about 2016's golf season. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it's like so I think we both agree the best major the Open At at Troon, the duel, the Stenson Phil duel. Do you have any? Do you wish that Phil would have won, or are you very happy with Henrik winning? I kind of wish that Phil would have won, even though I don't really like him that
1: much. Yeah. Because I kind of like Stenson not winning, but he deserved it. And I like Stenson, too. I like Stenson. He's really cool. He's he's good. He seems like a pretty fucking sweet dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good sense of humor. He's Uh self deprecating. He's kind of cocky. He's a good guy. Yeah. But yeah. he completely deserved it. He's a fucking great player. I mean, is there anybody you'd rather play golf like more than Stenson? I mean, that fucking guy. Like, I mean, other than peak, you other than Peak Tiger, like, no. The the, uh, the two hundred eighty yard three wood just dead straight. It's a thing is of beauty.
0: An asset. Now, I have a question for you. When you watch Henrik swing, it looks so beautiful. But does it seem like he, right before he begins his backswing, it's pretty Nordic. His swing well it seems like he does it like an extra like an extra defined or exaggerated load onto his back legs before is that is that pretty common i mean i feel like i notice it more with him than anybody else but obviously every player does it to a certain extent it's kind of old fashioned it is a little old fashioned but i really it's, for some reason it's really satisfying to watch because it's kind of like he's loading up everything beforehand he has really good balance bang. he's
1: he's more off his feet than a lot of players are yeah definitely mm-hmm. no that's a good point um i'm not sure how common it is to Seems like guys have have boringized their golf swings a little more, you know, in the last twenty years. Totally, the rise of these golf teachers. What do they know?
0: Hate fucking golf teachers. Fucking idiots. They're the worst. Look what
1: happened to Tiger Woods after he went to seven or eight teachers. It yeah. it all went south. <laughs>
0: Goddamn Butch Harmon.
1: When did Tiger first get a golf? Sp- we have to go to Tiger. You know, it d- didn't take long. You and I can't Wh- talk how about <laughs> <laughs> golf without
0: talking about how fucking kick ass Tiger Woods is. So that's that's perfectly logical.
1: Was Butch Harmon his first swing coach, or did he have one in high school?
0: I'm sure he had one in high school, but I think of like the big boys and like at least ones that he had like on, like while he's a professional, I think Butch Harmon was his first like yeah. professional coach. I mean, because obviously he's playing at Stanford, so he's got a golf coach at Stanford. Yeah, but it's not a swing coach. Right. But I mean, don't you think that Stanford probably has like probably a offered. legitimate a legitimate pro that's like their golf coach or is that not? yeah that yeah common? they off they
1: offer that but you might not take it fuck with what's working
0: yeah yeah i'm not sure
1: yeah we have to go look that up
0: we'll have to do a little <laughs> <laughs> we don't do research on the show we're not going to look it up <laughs> we, if if one of us happens to see it and remembers to say it next time we're on the podcast we'll bring it up if one of the <laughs> listeners wants to
1: mail us the hank haney book <laughs> we will read it
0: <laughs> uh and um yeah it just I don't know. I'm already off topic,
1: but... Uh, well, the Ryder th- Cup is the only other thing that happened this year. Which was awesome. And McElroy. it was good. It was a good the, Ryder the, Cup. The, the peak of the year, besides the Sunday Open, uh, was definitely the Sunday Ryder Cup with uh, the Reed and that McElroy, Reed McElroy match. match was that was
0: fucking cool. That... it. I can't imagine seeing golf at a higher level. They made a lot Than those them. two guys on that front nine. I mean, the back, nine was still a bit like, dude... The nine holes the together, the two of them had how many birdies slash eagles? It like? was
1: really similar, actually, in a lot of ways to the open championship. Yeah. With that duel. Mm-hmm. And it was so great. It was so, so good. good. And Patrick Reed is such a prick. <laughs> and and McElroy is mm-hmm. kind of a, he's a real prick too. And he he calls women to
0: break off his engagement to them. And, actually, you no. Know, let, let's stick on McElroy for just a second. If we're talking about 2016. We, we've touched on this, you know, bits before, but. How much of a stud has Roy McElroy turned into? Well What are you talking about? His body? I'm talking about just like the swing, so I'm the talking phys- about his body. yeah, the physique. Like he do you remember when yeah, he like, do you remember when he looked like a fucking petulant, you know fucking what though? like whiny fifteen year old child with that long hair? Now he looks like I liked him better ma- than I liked him better than that. He them. just looks like a normal man now. <sighs> for better or for worse, he I... just looks so much more normal and chiseled than he used to look. Well, he
1: he works out like a like a demon, evidently, but I used to like McIlroy more than I like him now. Really? I think he's he's honest. He's good because well, he was a better golfer back then. Well, maybe, <laughs> but back then, you know, you couldn't understand how he was doing it. Now you do understand how he's doing it because he hits the ball like six yards farther than he used to, and he's put in about five thousand hours in the gym to do it. So I don't know about the rate of return, mm. but uh, you know, he certainly <laughs> is all jacked looking. But now he's he's kind of like a like a fucking playboy euro trash prick who's just a pain in the ass and he's he's got his attention diverted from golf just like the rest of them Mm -hmm. and he's you know changing girlfriends every five minutes but he can't he doesn't actually have the balls to say that he's changing girlfriends every five minutes so he gets engaged to all of them (laughs) (laughs) it's like a fucking pussy (laughs) and uh you know and you know he's he's losing his hair he's losing his charm you know, he clearly doesn't even like golf that much.
0: No, and it's like, ending. let's bring it full circle back to Tiger. It just makes you appreciate and realize like how fucking special that dude was. Because like Rory McIlroy, you could argue, has got a lot of the same tools. He's like so good. Physical He's tools. He's so good. Natural ability that He's Tiger had. I've, I've said it for years. But he just can't put it together the way that he should be able to. I've said and it 2016 every... was a big disappointment for Rory. Yeah. I mean, it's for sure. It's crazy that he can win the FedEx Cup. He wasn't Cup. even in contention at any of the yeah, majors. Yeah, you can win the FedEx Cup, and it was still a failure. Because he just right. was... Fucking worthless in every major. You know, there wasn't the a single Sunday this year where you're like, "All right, Rory, let's let's see." Well, what? Are you we just never, you never said that. Are
1: we gonna see him uh, start to get good when he doesn't have to play these terrible Nike clubs now
0: that they're getting out of the equipment game? Well, now that you mentioned that, that was another big event or a big piece of news from. It's exciting. Honestly, it's a. Uh, It'll be interesting to see See, Tiger Woods with
1: that old putter makes me feel like I'm 10 years old again, I'm telling you. Well, did you see Tiger Woods sign with
0: Bridgestone? Yeah. He's going to be playing Bridgestone balls? Why not? Bridgestone makes a good ball. Fun fact. Did you know which three golf ball manufacturers actually make their own golf balls right here in the United States? Only three. Bridgestone. Bridgestone is one. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm running out of choices here. Titleist. Do they really? Titleist is the only big, big, big boy that makes their own golf balls. All right? D- how about Pinnacle? Well, Pinnacle's owned by Titleist. Okay. Damn.
1: <laughs> you know so much more than I do about the it's industry. All, it's, all, it's all the Akushina
0: company. Akushnik. Uh, what oh, about, is Acushnet. Taylor made
1: a big boy with golf balls? They are a big
0: boy, but they do not make their own golf balls. How do you know so much about this? You must have read an article. Uh, yeah. I just read a lot of fucking golf nonsense. Look at this guy. The only three major golf ball manufacturers that make their own balls here domestically are Titleist, Bridgestone, and Srixon. Srixon, I thought they were Japanese. They make them right here in the U.S. Is it not a Japanese company? Uh, it might be. But, I mean, they have a golf ball manufacturing plant here. Jesus. Now, a lot of golf balls are made in Asia. What have you heard or seen? I know I've posted some things on social media just within some private groups, but What do you know about these new Kirkland Signature Golf Balls? I heard they're great. I've played them. And they are fucking money. Really? Are they at the
1: local Costco? Uh,
0: No, they're not. I had to have mine purchased from a friend who saw them at a Costco in Newport Beach. Oh, my God. Costco in Newport Beach. Can you imagine? And then bought them for me and then delivered them to me personally when I met up with them at Bandon Dunes a couple of weeks ago. When are they going to get to our Costco? Well, I do know that... Well, I don't know if they'll ever be at our Costco. Is it one th-
1: kind of ball, or do they have different models?
0: Um, it's the Costco four-piece. Oh, my God. Is the one that you're looking for. This is so great. It's $28 for two dozen. You, can, you can't buy them by the single dozen. Because I know them.
1: Costco makes a good, like, rotisserie chicken. So, so why
0: can't they make a good golf ball? Well, Costco's policy is that Kirkland's signature brand will not produce or sell anything Unless it can be on the same level as the most high-end product that they sell. well, the, the classic the classic story is the gray goose vodka that they exactly redo. And that's, that's
1: exactly but the example Co- Costco's wonderful. On. We all know it. Costco's fucking great. I was Who just, doesn't I was just I, there
0: the other day about a beef tender wine. Thing. If somebody didn't like Costco, I would probably question their citizenship. Of course. That, that just doesn't seem natural. Well, I'm going to play
1: that golf ball. It's really good. How great would it be if a pro played the Kirkland golf ball I will and
0: say, succeeded? I will say this though: it is a little weird. Wow. Well, no. To look. Was it that. lopsided? No, no. It, dude, it's a great. It's a great ball. Granted, I lost all three of them. Well, in like the course of you a once, really bad you round once of golf, you had to withdraw from a
1: tournament because you lost all your golf balls.
0: <laughs> this is this is true. <laughs> that was a red letter day. <laughs> this is this is true. Um, however, the only thing that was weird is just seeing the Kirkland signature logo. On the golf ball. Because it's just like, it's so great. It's just like. I love that. Strange. Uh, That sounds wonderful. But dude, the golf ball was great. Um, How was it for chipping? Dude, it felt like a Pro-V. Really? It just felt like a Pro-V. Damn. It didn't look like, here's the biggest thing is it doesn't look like a Pro-V, obviously because there's a Kirkland signature brand on it. Who cares? It, I think it literally, okay, I could be wrong. For some reason, I have a memory of it saying golf ball on the side. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> or something, or like golf ball tour. Oh, that's so great. Something, some basic silly golf saying on like I the side that. where, you know, the title says like Pro-V1 390 or whatever. Um, but they're good. They're really, really good. You don't know, ha- you,
1: so you don't have any more, do you?
0: No. But I know they sell them on the Costco website. I'm going to be going right on there. But the last time I checked the golf subreddit, somebody had the number one result on the golf subreddit was somebody bringing everyone's attention to the fact that Costco had completely sold out of their golf balls within an hour of putting them in stock online. Damn. like They are the most in-demand golf ball in America, it seems like right now. This is thrilling. Well, the crazy thing is, so, dude, that my golf spy... Who kind of prides himself on being like the unbiased, you know, product reviewers? Who they do a really good job, by the way. So yeah, shout, I've, I've read shout, their reviews. Shout out to my Golf Spy. What they, they do, really, really good work. And you know, they kind of did all this testing, showing that it's basically on par, if not a little better, than the Pro V One. Yeah, they do V1? TrackMan type testing. Mm-hmm, they do. They do really? it all. And basically, it comes down to Kirkland's golf balls are a dollar twenty each. And Pro-V ones are like fucking 4 or $5 dollars each. Well, you know, it's going to open up my game because I don't take risks
1: <laughs> when I'm playing Pro-Vs because I don't want to lose the fucking ball. And I get nervous financially <laughs> over a shot that's like a forced carry. Yeah. If I'm playing a $1.20 ball, I'm going to be hitting the fuck out of that ball. Absolutely. and I'm going to be worried about what happens. Absolutely. And to
0: bring it full circle, it's made in Korea. Good. Korea is a, ma- a solid country. That we're talking about South Korea. South Korea. Correct. Oh, good. <laughs> But, I don't know, maybe that, does that, how much of that, I don't know, how much of the price is factored in the, they have they make it in Korea as opposed to making it in America. Advanced, I don't know. It's an advanced economy. Yeah, absolutely. You could trust me on that. Very advanced. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, well, this is thrilling. Uh, we're going to have well, to get me some of these balls.
0: That is a big story from 2016. The yes. emergence of Costco's well, role in the golf ball market. Too bad Tiger's and not going to play the Kirkland withdrawal. Ball. Nike's withdrawal from
1: if, the golf if ball. If Tiger market. won a major with the Kirkland ball, it would be the dopest thing. Probably ever. the coolest thing. Can you imagine a Kirkland ball rolling into the 18th hole at Augusta to
0: win the Masters? Or just imagine like love that, the, that. the old like basically like Tiger on 16, the the chip from like down to yeah. the. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Nike logo sitting in the drops in the hole. Also, it's like Kirkland man, golf ball professional. But <laughs> I would pay all the money in my bank account to make that a reality (laughs) that would just be the best oh my god i don't even know where we go after that because that is just such a wonderful thought
1: somebody who's good at photoshop or whatever the fuck you do with that just do it
0: now that would be awesome Oh, I could right. not agree well, more. It,
1: well, it was, well, it was a pretty terrible year, but it was wonderful to spend it with you.
0: If, likewise, man. You know what? Uh, January 18th is coming up here pretty soon. Does that hold any kind of significance to you? Is it Martin Luther King's birthday? It. I have I no mean, idea. The, the, year, the day we're celebrating it this year? That is when episode number one was published in 2016. Really? Holy shit. So I think, you know, aside from doing this year in review thing, uh, you know, January 18th, I think it would behoove us to get Nice and drunk. Talk about golf and and celebrate one year of doing this super fun. You know, basically of getting together with the excuse of talking about golf, but really just having fun, hanging out, getting kind of drunk, talking about know. a sport we both really really like that we both wish we were better at. I'm not sure I could,
1: could drink and do this podcast. <laughs> you know, it might, it might make it impossible.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, no! Is there any other uh, any other low lights? From 2016 that you wanted to share with people, golf-related, obviously. I
1: think, I think we covered all the pro lowlights <laughs> that we can remember. <laughs> uh, it was, a, it was a, a forgettable year. So we're hoping next year is better. Tiger Woods is healthy. Uh, maybe Jordan Spieth and Rory McElroy are going to get a little bit less fucking mental and start winning some majors again. Let's hope.
0: I can only hope so. The last thing I'll leave you with and uh, just ask your opinion on before we, we take off, um, the last time we were in here, Tiger was one round into the Hero World Challenge. What, what did you take away from his full tournament performance? It was good. Yeah? His, his swing looks good. His swing does look good, and for it seems like he's swinging a lot easier than he yep, used to. Yeah, and it's fine. But yet he's still hitting the ball a fucking mile.
1: Well, it's a lesson that they tell every like nine-year-old who's trying to hit the ball too far Just swing easier, and you're not going to lose a lot of distance, and it's going to be a lot more repeatable and less stressful. It's great. I I was really encouraged. More than anything else, having the good putter back and none of this Nike crap. He's got tailor-made drivers now,
0: and yeah, in Three he's Woods. Using like the Taylor-made M2 driver. He's using Bridgestone balls. He's got the old, like, basically like Cameron putter back. I, I, I never, I never believed in Nike equipment. I'm telling you. Well, okay, here's here's my question to you: What really good amateur golfer? Nobody played Nike equipment. Not a single one. None of them. It was shit. None of them did. There's a reason maybe they went like out, there's Jamie a reason Lovemark they went out of business. Or something played him. yeah,
1: right, and you know i've I demoed Nike clubs, you know, I'm such a great player, <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know, it didn't feel good to me, no, so on that anecdotal uh, on that anecdotal point, I've extrapolated this entire belief system <laughs> that they've got bad <laughs> clubs, but uh and the balls you know they felt oversized like those stratas that that top flight used to make, yep. whoever fuck made those, so. I think that Tiger is going to be happy to be back to a real Scotty Cameron. Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, there's no doubting that Rory McIlroy certainly, you know, went down the fucking toilet when he started playing Nike clubs. And it's not just the adjustment. You know, if it's the adjustment, maybe you recover eventually. But he never really got back to being as consistent as he was. He, He used to hit drives, stripe them down the middle of the fairway. Didn't continue doing that. A lot more loose drives. Um,
0: there was always that rumor that Tiger would, Tiger's irons weren't Nikes. They were like Mizunos. <laughs> i sure they like, made him whatever he wanted. Yeah, like they were basically Mizunos that they put right. the, the Nike right. swoosh on. Well, no, I have no idea how true that is. It'd be I silly of me to tell you that I do. But Just
1: stamping the swoosh on it fucks up the weight. <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, tig- Swooshed
0: his tig- golf swing right off of <laughs> But Tiger's, right off
1: always, Tiger's always said, I guess, that uh, he thinks the most important important piece of equipment is the ball absolutely and so he was playing a nike ball and uh you know he's certainly won a handful of majors with it
0: but i found a nike one golf ball in like some like in like the weeds at like bodega maybe like a couple of months ago i just thought it was hilarious i found i found an enron corporate ball <laughs> when i was playing the other day it was great <laughs> i swear to god oh it's fantastic tiger woods enron that's 2016. Tiger Woods I won't was at, miss
1: you. Tiger Woods was at his peak when Enron was collapsing. That's how long
0: it's been since he was at his peak. That's pretty wild. You know, he did uh, have the most birdies of anybody at that golf tournament. Which tournament? The Hero World Challenge. That's right, he did. It, it, there's a I lot mean, of he had a shitload of double bogeys, which... But it means the fucking guy can putt. What, my thing is, I'm actually not that worried about all the double bogeys. No, it's fine. It's That's
1: what happens when you're rusty. He's just rusty. Yeah, I agree. Well... Well, it's going to be an exciting new year.
0: Is there any uh, anything about 2017 that you're hoping to see other than Tiger Woods' return to form? Uh, that's, that's something we're both hoping the, for. But
1: that's the main thing. Yeah. I'm looking to see, you know, Jordan Spieth go completely bald and Rory McElroy's getting bald himself. I'm looking to see who Rory McIlroy uh, starts dating after he breaks <laughs> off his current <laughs> engagement and or marriage. Uh,
0: I'm looking to see uh, Tiger Woods win a golf tournament. That is what I'm looking forward to most. Watching Tiger win his first, whatever tournament it ends up being that he wins first when he comes back, that is going to be a joyous, joyous day that I'm sure that we will commemorate with a lengthy, enthusiastic podcast. So I very much look forward to that. Well, ladies and
1: gentlemen, thank you for listening to our podcast this year. It's probably mostly gentlemen, but if there are any ladies out there, we especially appreciate you listening. Yeah,
0: man, this thing is fucking fun. And thank you very much for all of you. And apparently, according to my thing, apparently there's... Hundreds and hundreds there's of shock, you out there. There's a shockingly high number of people who listen to this. Um, I would like to take this time to thank each and every one of you for uh, for listening. We have a lot of fun doing this, and I hope you have half as much fun listening. Um, we may not provide you with all of the most up-to-date and accurate information, but... If we did, we, you wouldn't want to listen. Yeah, th- I mean, if as long as, as long as it's mildly entertaining, I feel like we're doing okay. It's all about the banter. Yeah. <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. What have you. Just enjoy the holidays. Go play some golf. Try to play some golf. We'll be back soon. Until then, have a great day.